on this week's episode. We all know about Selena's celebrity crush, but find out about Dave's and mine. Switching careers, meatballs, closed-door meetings, and Dublin. What a week in the world of meetings. A big-time act exits Universal Orlando. And hey guys, we got Laura Lee Shapiro making it rain. I'm Laura Lee Shapiro, and you are listening to Swag and Repeat. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Hey guys, it's Swag and Repeat. We're coming to you taped from Studio B at Expo Digital in Orlando, Florida. That's where we live. We are in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. That's the place of dreams and magic. It's where every dream comes true. After the past couple of weeks with the rest of the country filled with snow, I feel bad saying, I'm sorry, I live in Florida. This is episode 85. I would never give up on Florida and you know that. Oh, okay. And this is your time to shine. So tell us a little bit about 85. Who knew this was going to be something that picked up? Okay. 1985. There's a couple of great things that happened and I'm really excited about them. Number one. Sour Patch Kids came out. No way. But they weren't called Sour Patch Kids in 1985. They were called Mars Men. And they changed the name because the Cabbage Patch was so um, like popular. So they changed the name to Sour Patch Kids. I did not know that. I know. Wait, so Cabbage Patch Dolls were really were popular. popular in the 80s <clears throat> and yeah. the 90s? Or was I just like... I mean, 85 is like right in the middle. So I'm sure that they were popular for... Yeah, I think it just like kind of went over into the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. Um, another fun thing... Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Everybody loves this movie. Such a great movie. It was based on June 5th, 1985. And we know that because of the Braves versus Cubs game that he attended. And so that must have been right at the end of school. I mean, obviously. Wow. That had to have happened, right? Yeah. there's. I've watched something once about how that day could not possibly have happened and all those things that he did one day. Well, not with that attitude. Yeah. (laughs) But it wasn't tough. Because, I mean, baseball doesn't even start until like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, so. That's true, yeah. yeah so, well, yeah. but if so if it starts at 1 and you're, well, I guess you wouldn't be on the West Coast if <laughs> you're at the game. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I was trying to think of how that could give you some more time. So if that was June 5th, a couple of days later, June 7th, this is a big day. And it's a big day for a place called Astoria. Can you, do you know why? Goonies. Exactly. You're good at this game. Or Kindergarten Cop was also there. Oh, God. Such a good movie. I forgot about that one. one. But the official Goonies Day every year is June 7th in Astoria, Oregon. And that's the majority of where the Goonies was filmed. So that was also released in 1985. So a couple fun facts for 1985. But the funnest fact of all, we're only 15 episodes away from the big hundo. Yeah, we're starting to plan the celebration. It's going to be a big one. I'm excited. I think it'll fall in like April or May. That's so. how math works, yeah. We got to figure it out. I'll, I'll map it out. It should it out. be around April because that's when we started and that would be really cool if it happened to work that way. I think it will. Okay. I think it'll be pretty close. If not, we'll skip it a couple episodes until we need to or we'll <laughs> Okay, you get three this week because we have to get it into April. All right. Well, if this is your first time listening, to give you an idea of what to expect, we recap the networking events that cover Orlando's meeting and events industry. We have the Fairy Job Mother here to highlight some available jobs. We chat about the breaking news, topics, and gossip within the meetings industry. And the best part, we like to mix it up and welcome some guests like Laura Lee Shapiro. Good morning. Welcome back. And yeah. we'll, uh, we'll formally introduce you in just a little bit. Plus, we highlight the events that are going on this week and the rest of the month. If you don't know, you can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share our podcast by subscribing to us on... SoundCloud. Google Play. Apple Podcasts. Spotify. iHeartRadio. Stitcher. 
Pandora, and Amazon. Well, and Facebook, as far as Adrian Six is concerned. Yes, you can get us on Facebook. <laughs> but once you like us, then go to your podcast app on your phone and subscribe. And subscribe makes it very easy. You get that notification whenever that new episode is up and you don't miss a thing. And if you want to play along at home, you can keep up with us, interact with our hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Or even better, follow us on Instagram by searching for swag and repeat. I'm one of your three hosts, Dave Bucklew of Buckle Hospitality. Joining me in front of me is Selena Mullinax. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Hello. All the time. <laughs> what if you're like listening in the middle of the night and like hungry or something? Oh, man. I'm sorry. I don't have food for you. We were no, talking- the country. Uh, Not and oh, hungry. Oh, hungry. Or hungry. I guess it could work. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have any food for you. Bop, bop, bop. All right. So who's next to you? To your right, Selena. To my right, I have the Mrs. Oh, man. No, still not a Mrs. Okay. (laughs) Ms. Joe Truitt. That's me, Joe Truitt, Business Development Manager of Events at Expo Digital. Wow. Did you just get that new title? No, that's been it the whole time. Thanks for so much for listening. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we've ever said the title. So, All right, but we have a guest, too, today. So excited. All right, this is going to take a little while because she does a lot of different things. That's so true. Laura Lee Shapiro. With Conference Direct, the Where to Next Travel Agency. Is that right? Did I say it right? That's right. I did say it right. Also, the new one we're going to talk about, True Cash. This kind of sounds like a rap like label that she started. I love it. I'm all about that. Yeah. It, I, immediately, I think of Cash Cab just because I really like oh, that I show. Too. And I just like one. the word cash. So I'm into it already. We can't wait to find out about that. And she's the incoming chapter collaboration chair for the MPI chapter. Director who, of... Is it director? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's not chair. No. And you're directing that. Yeah. She's, direct- she's the boss. Yeah. Is there a pay raise since it's a director? <laughs> As you should double her you. pay. <laughs> I will triple it if you'd like. Yeah, so all four of us will be on the MPI board. I know. This is going to be a common, a common oh, wow. collaboration here. This is big. This next year is going to be good. I know. I'm excited. We're going to get those 60 members like right away. I mean, we need... We need, we need them before yes. July 1st. So. <laughs> June 30th would be the cutoff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, 30 seconds or less. Can you... Kind of try and tell us some of the things you do and, and what they are. Well, my hashtag is uh, hospitality pro. So I do all things hospitality. I do meetings and convention planning. I do incentive planning, travel agency, and incentives and rewards through digital solutions. That should have been the question of the week. Is there anything she hasn't done or doesn't do? Oh, I was going to say our new question for next week is going to be, what's your hashtag? I love that she has a hashtag. Oh, like like your brand hashtag? Yeah, okay, like, that can be. That's a good that's one. That's a so good question. I remember, I remember that remember. for next week. <laughs> right, can we just talk about how she just nailed that 30-second yeah. elevator? Like, I know I roll the world, but let me just put it into terms you'll understand. Well, she <laughs> listens to our podcast every week, so she knows. She knows. 30 seconds, we cut her off, or I just edited. it We out, just actually so. leave the room if you yeah, keep we're talking. We're go. like, no, we said 30 seconds and we're done. We're hungry. You hit that you, you hit that mute button. Yeah. <laughs> you can do that. Uh, we always like to start with a question of the week. Okay. And this one is because what? It's Valentine's Day this weekend? I mean, it is. Yeah. But Amateurs. it's also Galentine's Day. Yeah, I like Galentine's. See? Also, there's the influencers opening of Hampton Social. So there's a lot going on this weekend. There is. This is like a party weekend. I know. Okay. Yeah, let's rage, and then David. President's Day on Monday? Uh, really raging now. Oh, Go, President. Okay. All right, so the question of the week. <laughs> question of the week is, mm-hmm. who is your celebrity crush? Oh, I can guess Selena's right I was away. Say, if you can't guess mine, you can just leave. Selena, do you want to give us a it's teaser? It's like a toss-up, though, no? Or oh, it's it... 100% one, is it? okay. and then there's a number two. I would say there's it's like 95.5. Yeah, there's, there's a backup. Yeah. Yeah, it's 95.5. Yeah. De- yeah. Depending on- 97.3. I would say know. it's 95.5 depending upon the climate or geography, because if you're near the water, I think you'd go one way. Or- well, I don't know. He was in, in Baywatch, too. So go ahead. Tell tell the world. 
Okay, so my celebrity crush is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay, what role do you like? absolutely love Ooh, him in? Great question, David. Please go. Oh, so many. I don't know. Okay, so now I just thought top of a third two or three. Oh. oh, we haven't said the second person yet. I know. <laughs> Tell us your top three oh, so roles many. that Rock The Rock has played. Well, okay, so most recently I think of Jurassic Park and how he turned into a different person. And it was funny. He's in Jurassic Park? Uh, the, no, that was Lost Jumanji. Jumanji. Yeah, Jumanji. Jumanji. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Good job, Laura. And you're yeah. a fan? No, yeah. he's a fan so of him. I'm a fan Like, I could tell you about his, his abs. Yeah, his I could tell arms. you about like, his workout routine. A movie or his just smile. This? I could tell you about what he eats on Sundays. I could tell you about him as a person. That's what I like. So, most recently, most recently Jumanji. Yeah. What are the other couple that might pop up? I need to know like the roundabout so I, way. Okay, so the first time I saw him was when he was on the wrestling ring. Wrestling ring. Ring. It's, yeah. And he would say, do Sportful. you smell what the rock is cooking? Yes. That's how it started. What do you think he was cooking? That's a great question. What would you like to have him cook you? Um, if you could have one meal with the rock. Oh, sushi. So he got me addicted to sushi. Okay, sushi with the rock. This is really good. <laughs> Watch Jumanji. Okay. Perfect date for Aww. Selena. The perfect date. Okay, mm. number two and three, because I'm doing this. Yep. Number two is Jason Momoa. Number three is Vin Diesel. I feel like you have a type. Yeah. I'm going to say you have a type. <laughs> so Yeah, And I think, so. I, think I figured it out. <laughs> but your boyfriend is not <laughs> that type. <laughs> All good. We're good. This is probably why we're not getting married. Celebrity, celebrity <laughs> crush, you know? It celebrity is celebrity crush. crush. Okay. What about you, Joe? My fiance is also not like my <laughs> celebrity crush. And I'm I'm going down the Vin Diesel route, but unfortunately, mine is not alive. And I will say Paul Walker still has a special place in my heart. I think he, he was in the Fast and the Furious movies? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Before there was 19 of them. Um, they're competing with Land Before Time to see how many they can make before they ruin the franchise. So I would say Paul Walker also in Skulls. He was great. I could really relate to him because he was in college and I liked that. Oh, that I guy. saw that movie. Mm-hmm. It's a young Paul Walker, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that I like him. Okay. Also, I'm going back to The Rock, though. Skyscraper? That was a great one. He was like was the funny. dad. Yeah. I love when he's a dad. Yeah. And especially in real life when he's a dad, then he's like super right. good looking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Anyway, Laura Lee, <laughs> you get to play. I get to play. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. I think I'd have to say Ryan Reynolds Ooh, in the yes. proposal. Yes. Because, well, I'm Canadian. He's Canadian. Yeah, so. and the whole idea of, you know, marrying him for the green card. But it was kind of ironic because he's also Canadian, but he was playing an American, being forced to marry a Canadian so she could stay in the States. It was kind of a strange if you know the storyline, if you know the background, yeah. exactly. But um, yeah, I know he's he's a cutie, and I love um, everything about him. And I just I love the scenery in that movie. But yeah, Ryan Reynolds is is definitely my celebrity. Isn't he crush. Van Wilder? Or is that a different guy? I don't know. I haven't seen that movie. Okay, but I will say with Ryan Reynolds, like him, uh, is it Luke Owens or Luke Walker? One of one of them, the guy with the nose. Luke. Oh. Anyway, the way that they act is like how they are, and I love that. Like you can totally see like their entire personality. Like Jennifer Aniston's the same way. Like how they speak is how they act. And Ryan Reynolds, I think if I was ever in a room with him, I would be dying laughing the whole time and probably g- drinking gin, aviate like aviation gin with him, which is his line. If you're not familiar, I, I think. I think my problem is I see celebrities in their roles, and mm-hmm. I think that's them in real life. I think some are. Like I think I think like Ryan Reynolds is one of those that what you see is what you get. I think Sandra Bullock, what you see is what you get. Like I said, Jennifer Aniston, but I think <laughs> Adam Sandler. Yeah. I mean, we could have asked Aaron Cook, but um, yeah, <laughs> I think some of those people are definitely like what you see is what you get, and some of them are so like 
dramatic like you take jennifer lawrence and you're like not what you see is what you get because like she's like killing people and super serious and then when you talk to her she's like super goofy and fun so that's true i think a lot of i think a lot of comedic actors are kind of what you see what you get but the the more drama filled ones obviously have to play a part david back to you oh yeah okay it's my turn yeah what's your celebrity crush and if you say if you say mimosa mimosa mimoa as well we're gonna be in a real pickle here i mean i could go that way with him jeez No, I okay. So I I just recently watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, and there's a girl in there. I think her name is Margot Robbie. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and she's unbelievable. But before I was thinking about that, I was thinking of Emma Stone. Really? She's, is it because she's funny? Something, something about her. So she yeah, she's quirky, and yeah. I like that. I think she'd be fun to hang out with. So Margot, she was also in like this is a throwback. Wasn't she in Joe Dirt like way back in the day? Not to ruin her for you, but like Man, prior I'm to, have to her watch that one. Yeah, no, and she was in Sweet Valley High before that. Like as a as a like tv show in the afternoons she's been around for a while but she got popular like i thought she was like brand new on the scene so she got really popular because she got really hot you know well, that's right. it happened she was in suicide squad right is that the same person i don't really know much about her I you just, gotta, i've seen you that one movie Googling. apparently i have some <laughs> movies to watch so <laughs> all right well now that we got all the formalities out of the way let's talk about it so we did have some events last week mm-hmm. we had the opwr what is that OWPR, Orlando Wedding and Pe- oh, yeah, Party Rentals, they had their grand opening 2.0 for their new warehouse location. So basically, they moved right at the beginning of 2020. Um, they remodeled the whole – I mean, they got a new warehouse. They designed it beautiful. They had everything perfect. They were going to do a grand opening, and then the world changed. So 2.0 just happened. They invited everybody. They had a socially safe event with masks and tents and outdoors and and I know Arthur's was ca- it, the catering company. They had I mean they had so many sponsors. I can't even go through them, but everything from cake to photography to anything you can think of. I think the real question and the listeners at home want to know was PJ there? Oh, the dog. He had to be. I mean, he is a mascot. He's their mascot. Yeah, I'm sure he was there. I, I mean, there was cake. The so true. maybe he was taking the photos. Probably. The dog was not taking the photos. Probably. They put like a GoPro on his head and that's... I mean, possible. <laughs> All right. We also had the PPN. You were you were there. PPN 2.1. 2. 2. 2.1. 2.1. See, I'm going to get stuck. I even got the wristband. Oh, I, don't, I guess I took it off eventually. Well, that happens. But what I will say it. real quick before you get into it mm-hmm. is we were texting him. So Joe and I were just group texting him during PPN. We didn't know. Sorry. That's what was happening at mm-hmm. that moment. And he was like... He finally responded a little bit later, and he was like, "Sorry, was stuffing my face with meatballs." Oh my god! You know how many meatballs I had? So wait, I had... let's wait. No, we're gonna guess. Okay, good. Wait, what size were they? Can you show us what size they were? Yeah, good. So they I weren't say, ridiculous. They weren't like what? a little larger than a golf ball, but not as big as a baseball. Yeah. Right okay. In between. D- Selena, does that make any sense? Holy cow! Okay. I would only have two. Okay, that's uh, way off. I would. Uh, I'm gonna go five. What do you think, Lily? Seventeen. Oh. Okay, there's. She I had four boys. there. Four there. And I brought 15 home. No, you and didn't. And then she gave me two extra. You had 21 meatballs? But I didn't eat them all, but. You took 15 wow, meatballs so home? Well, I have five. Or th- Very quick. Three kids. Very quick. Yes. Three kids. So we brought it and we had that for dinner. So I had meatballs for lunch and dinner. Good Are they traditional you. or were they fun flavors? They were crazy flavors. Like they Ooh. have like a chicken parmesan one, a blue cheese, like <sighs> chicken. Are they, so they're buffalo. open for lunch and dinner? I think they are. They're. They didn't know. open uh, specifically for you guys. They were definitely open for lunch. Okay. Yeah. They, they oh, okay. People in there. Yeah. So I would assume they're open for dinner. Okay. So we're going to need to but stop by the so meatball good. stop. That's where we're talking about, by the way. The meatball stop is where PPN hosted their 2.1. Dave, tell us about the event. Yeah. So Isabel, just as a side note, Isabel, who was the owner mm-hmm. and chef there, 
We're trying to get her on the show. Oh, can I she think, bring samples? I think she'll bring me calls. Yeah, eighty sure. meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do that one at night. Yeah. All right, but yeah, uh, PPN two point one. Their numbers are getting up. I think okay. they're in the twenties now. Like legit, so maybe 40 for, 40 for me. But yeah. Yeah, so 21 people. With the big topic of the discussion was, are you getting RFPs for Q3, which is the third good, quarter? That's a great question to ask. Yeah, and Pull surprisingly, the there were some that weren't, mm-hmm. and there were some that were, and there's some that are. So it was a good mix of people that are already getting RFPs, I'm sorry, RFPs for Q3, and then there's a few, mostly like in the entertainment side, that really aren't getting anything yet. I, I know Randy and uh, Kim, I believe her name is, uh, with the band, mm-hmm. haven't really gotten RFPs yet for Q3. I mean, based on experience, I feel like they, people, and depending upon cancellation policies, those are things that are going to get signed super late. Like Those are going to be the very last things that get signed are the amenities, I would say. You want to secure the venue, you want to secure maybe your caterer, Catering. but other than that, those things that you're going to hope are still available just because you're, you can't put deposits done right now. There's not a lot of cash flow. You can't really commit to that many things and worry about a cancellation policy. Although I don't know how strict everyone's cancellation policies are at this point, but um, I definitely think that that has something to do with it. I would say for those of you who are expecting business to come, it is more last minute than you can ever imagine. Sure. We've mm-hmm. been complaining for a few years now about how last minute things have been getting to where people are not planning ahead and they're just reaching out late or committing late. It is now worse than all of that combined. Oh, yeah. I will tell you for Super Bowl last week, uh, one of the events that I did, they didn't sign their venue contract until less than a week before. So it wasn't even a full week. It was like five days before the event, they signed the venue contract. So crazy. I'm sorry, what? So obviously (laughs) after venue, then comes everybody else. And everybody else was everyone from like security, COVID testing, uh, testing, um, the HVAC, the power, the generator, the furniture, the every like four hours they had people come and bomb, like um, clean, sanitize, but like bomb the entire tent. All of that stuff happened within five days. It's always tough with things like the Super Bowl or any playoffs really because – or like even the bowl games for college. Like you don't know until you know. So you're usually about a week to 10 days, maybe two weeks if you're lucky to know like that you're going. So you can't pre-sign contracts. I mean, you could probably source the information. They plan. So there are committees. See, here's me knowing stuff about sports. Um, there are <laughs> committees. So it. like, for example, there's the Orange Bowl committee down in Miami. There's Florida Citrus Sports here is very heavily involved with the bowl games in Central Florida, two of them. And then same thing, NFL, ESPN. They have committees where they plan as much as they can. But then when the teams are selected, then those teams could have their own rules. So like it yeah. happened with um, collegiate level where certain schools or teams did not want certain things to happen. So they wanted to keep their players in a bubble or they didn't let their family, the players go home for Christmas, things like mm-hmm. that. And you don't know that. Some some usually would come for bowl games. They would come for like a whole week. They'd bring their families. They would do holidays here. They would go to Disney, all that stuff. This year, nope. So it's a <laughs> lot of, you know, who's coming? Are we planning for 150 people or are planning just for 50? And that matters for everyone involved. Okay. So back to PPM. <laughs> <laughs> so Q3 is happening so far? It seems it, like there's there's some interest. Things here in are Orlando. not postponing or canceling the way that they have been for Q1 and 2. Not yet. Right. So, so, so far, they're happening. Hopefully that stays. Okay. And then she did announce March 3rd is their next event. It's going to be at the Walk-Ons, which is where we did our swag and repeat. Oh, yeah. Last year. And she has another, yeah, March 11th, they're going to be at the pub. 
All right, put those Club in. Club Orlando. Wait, so March. Two wait, dates. A week of. Wait, March 3rd? March 3rd for lunch at the walk ons. Uh huh. March 11th, 5 to 7 p.m. at the pub at Point Orlando. Weird. Okay. Emily's throwing up a bunch of new drinks, too. So that might Dude, be a place to check her out. February menu is everything I want it to be. Yeah. Fried cheese curds, bourbon drinks. Like, I'm. And they're all, all the Schitt's Creek that is referenced and everything. I'm loving it. I think we're going there in April. Not announced yet, but some date in April we're going to do a table. You heard it here first. Yes. So also last week, we attended MPI's event on the 4th, which was about uh, switching gears. So it was for anybody interested in learning how to apply your hospitality skills into any other industry. And it was such an amazing event. Uh, It was very well prepared. Uh, They had a moderator who was also somebody who transitioned out of the industry. And they had panelists. And they varied from you know, I'm still looking or I got this job offered in a new industry, but then at the same time, I also got my real estate license to, I had to make a decision of, you know, do you just want a job or do you want a career change? And it's a big, crazy question to go through. And it was a very well thought out and presented Zoom event where they also were able to collaborate with people in the chat. Uh, Dave, you were there. What do you think? You know, I liked it because I, I knew three of those people. Actually, I knew the moderator too. So I knew four of the five people. So it was great to hear their story. I've kind of seen it, you know, from afar, but to hear what they've gone through and how they got there and, you know, what they may have had to settle for, what they may have had to look for, what they may have had to learn and, and do differently. So I like that perspective. And it was people that, you know, you knew personally. So I think that that hit harder. Yeah, because it's, it's real. It's happening. doesn't have to be forever, but just know that it can. It's out there. Laura Lee, you were there. What'd you think? Yeah, I um I I enjoyed it as well. It was inspirational um, to hear their journeys. There's a lot of soul searching that goes on with it, and you know, for a lot of people, myself included, you know, I've been in this industry over 30 years, and you know, I, I hate that word pivot because I don't want to pivot away from this industry. This is this is all I've known for you know more than half my life. Yeah. So. There's a, a real emotional toll, not just in losing your job, but giving up everything that you've known and trained and gone to school for, for something completely new. It's a whole new start. So it was it was really raw at points, but I really enjoyed their stories. And they had great attendance. I think we had close to 40 yeah, people. Yeah, there were a lot Zoom. of people on there. Oh, and yeah. it was free, which was really nice for the non-MPI members because it was really good information that was shared. So kudos to MPI for you know, an important topic like that for opening up to those that might not be able to afford to pay for it at this point in time. Okay. So there was also a CFWA meeting this week. Yeah. So we talked about it a few times. It was at Orlando Wedding and Party Rentals. It was for members only. And that is because they just did. So I love how all these organizations are on different years, but CFWA just transitioned into their new year in February, which means they have a new board. They got inducted at that meeting voted on all that stuff happened there so they have a new president who is it jessica with mission in oh now their new president obviously there's a whole slate of all new members i just don't know who they are because i'm not a member was not at that meeting so i'll tell you the next one you gotta be in the know you gotta know you gotta be in the room where it happens okay so site global don't, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> it's American history. You can <laughs> just listen to the soundtrack, and that's all you really need to do. Listen to the soundtrack. Okay, yeah. got it. All right. So tell us about Site Global. Laura Lee Shapiro was there, or 
Tune yeah, in. I um, I attended. Site Global is their annual conference. It was supposed to be in Dublin, Ireland, but unfortunately, they ended up going virtual for this. But they did a really, really good job. Uh, the sessions, for the most part, were pre-recorded. Then the speakers were in the chat live engaging with the audience as we were watching it. And they had some really good presentations, you know, keeping in mind that site is about the incentive market. So, I mean, one of them, they had someone that I think has a psychology background and she works with merits and she was talking all about the psychology behind planning incentives and, you know, Maslow's hierarchy and all of that kind of stuff. But it was really fascinating. And she's, she's a, a data nerd. So she gave all kinds of numbers that were really amazing. And then the closing uh, keynote was a piano man, not Billy Joel. Just not, not Billy Joel. A he's one of these man. one of these dueling piano type guys, but he's also a motivational speaker. And it was amazing how he kind of made the correlation between meeting planners and his role as a dueling piano man. That you know, people give him all these requests for songs. And as meeting planners, we're getting requests from our clients and our suppliers and our, our stakeholders. And how do you sort through all those requests and prioritize them? And if he doesn't have the sheet music, you know, you need the tools to meet those requests. So it was a really interesting, very different parallel. He, he was really very, very entertaining. And of course, he played and sang and everybody that was at home, myself included, were, you know, all singing along because that's what you do when you go to the piano bar. And, yeah. and uh, so my kids came out from their bedrooms because they're homeschooled. What's they're happening? Like, Mom, are you having a party out here? <laughs> sure am. But uh, yeah, it was it was very good. They had uh, just over 1,100 attendees, wow. which is the largest Jeez. ever okay. for Site Global. They had it set up in three different blocks for the timing of it to cater to the North American audience, the European audience, the Asian audience. So there were some sessions that were starting at, you know, early, early in the morning, which was for the Asian audience. And then I was tuning in like from noon till five, because that was for the North American. So it was very cognizant that it was a global event and how they had it planned to accommodate all the different That's audiences. Impressive. And now everything is available on demand for those that, uh, that attended. So it was, it was really good. I'm hoping to go to Dublin next year. Yeah. Yeah, me person. too. <laughs> I, yeah. I sure hope we're traveling by January Available of 2022. Well. Yeah. But yeah, Site Global was was great. That was my first my first time attending a site uh, conference. Do you know if I mean you said that there were kind of like three different time zones? Were there different links for each like continent? Do you think where they had different? I just don't know. Like, did you pick up where they were ending, or was it like separate series? No, you could you could log in at any time for anything. It was all just the one platform. Mm -hmm. um, I don't feel that I missed anything yeah. because they they did it in such a way that if I was you know in North America and I wanted to see what was geared towards the Asian market, I could still log in and do it. Oh, wow. It just wasn't going to be during like office hour right. type things. So they were really they were cool. kind of cognizant of that. But yeah, it was it was very, very well done. Nice. Did they try and incorporate Ireland in it, into it at all? Like Oh yeah. Like yeah. They had, they had yeah, they we had all drinking Guinness the whole time. We yeah, Guinness. they had Everyone's um, wearing green. Like <laughs> they had a lot of breakouts that were focused on specific destinations, you know, one on, you know, Melbourne, Australia, and, and then they had the C V B that was interacting during the pre recorded session, answering questions about the destination and, and things like that. But uh, and then the, nice. the the networking was really cool because you would click to go into a networking and they had some kind of algorithm that would just match you up. And then you'd have like six minutes 
there'd be four people and y'all, you know, say hi, get to know each other. And then you get your 10 second countdown, the screen would go blank. You click enter networking and it would algorithm and put you in another room with completely different people. So I was meeting people from all over the world. I mean, it was very cool. And and now I've connected with them all on LinkedIn. So it was, uh, it was very well done. I was, I was impressed of, of all the virtual conferences I've attended and you know, over the last 10 years. Well, they're just going to get better and better at them. Like, yeah. You know, you learn yeah. and, and see what works and what doesn't work and evolve, I guess. Well, now is time for the fairy job mother. But before that, let's hear from our friends at GMF. Hey guys, it's Dave from Swag and Repeat here to tell you about our good friends at GMF and their onslaught of events they have planned for 2021. Yes, you heard that correct. George, my friend, is back with their first event of the year later this month at American Social. On Tuesday, February 23rd, you can catch myself as well as Joe hanging out for their first after-hours event of the year. Keep those calendars out because George has events in March, April, he has two in May, and one back in June at Joe's Old Stomping Grounds. Yep, we had Del Frisco's on the book for June 25th. I better get that on my calendar now. One can find out about his other events at Fogo de Chao. Yes, more meat on the stick. The exclusive invite to see one of Orlando's newest hotels, the Aloft and Element, and a chance to get back on the waters with Victory Cruises, followed by a cocktail party at Taba Toro. GMF are the best events for networking, as they attract a wide range of professionals within and adjacent to the hospitality industry in a fun and relaxed setting. You will always need someone new. To find out more about these GMF events, check out their brand new website at gmfconsulting.com events. American Social. We're going, right? Oh, I already signed up. I've already registered. I'm ready to rock. You're ahead of the game. I really am. I went through and tried it because there's a lot. So I will say MPI is on top of it. It has all of the events for basically the rest of the year on the website. And I went to some other organizations. I want to sign up. I want to get these things on my calendar so that I can make sure that well, I can get to You just got your Amex for uh, Expo Digital. I mean, so I let's had, spend some money. No, it's not like that. I, but I do <laughs> want to make sure that I'm involved in all of these organizations that maybe I haven't had the opportunity to do before that I, I have the opportunity now to get more information about NACE or ILEA or, you know, GMF even. So I'm really excited to definitely sign up for things and, and make sure that they work within my schedule, but I need dates. So if you're listening and you're in an organization, give me dates. Just your secret calendar planning. Yeah, one. I want She'll all take of that. it. Um, but what I love, so GMF does that very well. They have all their events already up and you can register. So I've already registered for March. Where's that one? I registered for March when I, it was January. Oh. I don't know. It's on my calendar. Good for um, you. And they have April and I almost pulled the trigger on April and then I thought, no, that's a little crazy, like planning that far ahead. But I might because you got in first. So good for you, GMF. Good for you. I like that. All right. Well, now it's time for the fairy job mother. Okay. So starting off, Brickle Campaigns, which is an experiential marketing company here in Orlando. They're looking for an event coordinator. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts is hiring an assistant general manager for the La Quinta by Wyndham. Ambridge Hospitality is looking for banquet server. ABC Fine Wine and Spirits is hiring a wine and spirits sales consultant for Orlando. Sierra Productions, which is the Carib Royale Hotel, they're looking for banquet setup staff to be available for on-call. Disney Parks Experiences and Products is hiring a manager of strategic integration. Ambridge, is, again, is looking for a front desk agent. Coral Tree Hospitality, which is the, okay, well, which I'm pretty sure is the Lake Nona Wave Hotel, they're looking for a group sales manager. And that's all I have. All the hotels. That's it. That's okay. it. There hotels are jobs are out there. Hotels are hot. They're coming back. You know, they're they're seeing that Q3 business peaking up and they want a part of it. Now it's time for the promo section. And you know what we got this week, Friday? 
What is it? Who's jumping off the uh, <gasps> this, this week? That is the 12th. Oh, my gosh. It's a crazy weekend. we got a lot going on this There's weekend. There's a lot going on this weekend, guys. So, Friday morning, get your coffee. That's why you said you're going to be on iDrive like, all day on Friday. All day. I totally missed that for some reason. This flew right over your head. So, we have our good friend, Teresa El Sayad, is going to be repelling off of the Hyatt, Hyatt Regency Hyatt, Orlando. Yeah. He actually said it right, repelling. So you need to get there at like 7.45 the latest. You don't want to miss this because it goes quick, right? It's, what, 10 minutes and you're down? Um, I mean, yeah, yes. It, you can do it in 10 minutes, yes. She'll be a little scared, so it'd probably be like 15 minutes. I would say 15 makes sense. So Yeah, I think they get a lot 15 per person. Yeah, we'll be promoting this big time this week, probably two to three posts on all our socials and getting you out there. We really want a big crowd, socially distanced, for this to see her and cheer her on. And then we'll have her on the show as well right after. Moving on to new jobs. So this is not really a new job, but I saw him this week at PPN's luncheon. And I hadn't seen him in forever. So Kai Carter, he's now at the... Oh, I love him. Yeah, who doesn't? I know. He's great. Solid. He's now at the Vines, which I guess you knew that. I knew that, You yes. kept that in your pocket. You didn't let us know. Well. But we, we reconnected and we're going to have our next meetup there. In March. The SWAG Takeover, yeah. SWAG Takeover at night, 5 o'clock. March 23rd. March 23rd, Tuesday at Vines. So, so put it on your calendar and get ready. We'll make sure we get a Facebook invite out so you can add it to your necessary calendars. Absolutely. We also, he's coming on the show in March too. Yeah, I think so it's that same week. So you're going to get all type of Kai. You're going to get a lot of Kai. I like that. Yeah. All right. So it's time for sports ball. Crack the bat, Selena. What do you got for us? Okay. My script says Super Bowl SWAG. We kind of already talked about it. I want you to talk about what you're doing with uh, court furnishings for Super Bowl. So I would love to talk about it and post about it, but we've signed contracts saying we cannot. Okay. But we're out there. We've been designing and planning and working with all kinds of different things happening out there. Um, I will say, though, what I love is how on LinkedIn over the last couple of weeks you've seen other organizations who I guess do not sign that same agreement who have been posting all these fun things. For example, the NFL Experience, which was a free event where you can take your families and you can, uh, there's all kinds of photo ops and it's all very socially distant and safe and outdoors, obviously. So there was a lot of things happening. I have friends that work at the airport, specifically on the Super Bowl team, because that's a thing, where they had Super Bowl sweaters and they basically welcomed everyone. So for example, when the mayors from both cities were there, I guess I'll just say that, because <laughs> Tampa mayor was there, along with Kansas City. That's correct. City. What yeah. state oh, is that? Not Kansas. What the hell? Anyway, so the mayors were there and they did a press conference at the airport. So I saw those pictures. I mean, it was just great seeing all my Tampa friends, because that's where I'm from, posting all their fun celebrations between all the bars and restaurants and what they're doing. Apparently, how swag was getting sold out. So people, like I have a friend who waited six hours in line to get some kind of swag. I think it's like a blow-up football. I don't understand. Maybe it was Gideon's cookies. See, I don't understand. And then, but they're sold everywhere, but people are waiting in lines for swag. We've got to have it. And, of course, we already talked about how a lot of my nurse friends got tickets to attend the game. So yep, 7,500. So, all that's happy. It was great. Um, obviously, I called it and the Bucks won. So, you know, because the Bucks won, the mayor of Tampa is going to call it Tampa Bay. Do you know that? They're changing it. No, that's to not what? A thing. To Tampa Bay, no. like Tom Brady. You can't. You can can. That's really ridiculous. That just means that the rest of the team didn't mean anything. Well, they don't. It's Tom Brady's team. No, I don't like that. Shut down. I don't stand by that. Shut down. Bam. Okay. So tell us about the Magic, who are not doing good. All right. Well, the Magic are in the gutter big time. They're now eight to fourteen. 
So they lost three games in a row. You know, I know that, but also eight to fourteen is not that bad. That's pretty bad. It's not like, like one to twenty something. Okay, it's not that bad, but they're they're pretty far down there. I have to, so so when you talk about like um, records, you're gonna say they're eight and fourteen. And so it's not like it's not a score. It's not like eight to fourteen. Like you're playing oh. somebody. So it's gonna be like eight or two. Yeah. Semicolon. I don't yes. even know all this stuff. So they're anyway. eight and fourteen. They have eight wins and fourteen losses. Uh, See what I'm saying? Oh, okay. No yeah. ties. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm just trying to educate. You know, yeah, that's yeah, what I do. I've heard so many things right now. But I was driving by the Amway Center, and they had a thing that said like "Go Magic Win." So there's people cheering them on. The entire building is cheering them on. So they still haven't got those dancers though. Yeah, that's that, what they need. That's Cheerleaders. It. Yep. So tell us about EA Sports. Yeah, so it was all over the news, or at least my news, but EA Sports announced that they're bringing back the college football game that apparently they used to do. They stopped in 2014 and everyone's wanted it, and they're finally bringing it back, and that means lots more jobs to Orlando. It does mean lots more jobs, which also is great because they are moving into the downtown facility instead of where they're currently located um, into a bigger building. So that's exciting. Um, I know that they're, it's in the news because apparently there's questions on how logistically they're going to make this happen. But I believe in you, EA Sports. You got this. Speaking of Selena things, is like the fairy dust that they need. This, I got you. I'll, I'll stop by and bring glitter. Yes. Camping World Stadium announced two things last week. So one is that... Uh, renovations are underway for the entire stadium. Yeah. Basically, everything from parking to uh, different levels, mezzanines, all that fancy words. But they also announced that Steve Hogan's contract was extended as CEO through 2026. Probably fact. a good thing, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, I like him. He's great. Good guy. Exploria, they are opening. Okay, Exploria to opening ceremonies for a special. I'm not Olympics. good at like writing. So, okay, yeah. <laughs> so we'll, to host we know ceremony. that uh, Special Olympics 2022 is happening in Orlando, and Exploria, I guess it was announced that they're going to be holding the opening ceremonies. That's it. That's awesome. I wonder who's going to be holding the flame. Do they run the flame? Do they do the same thing as the Olympics? I don't know. I have a lot to learn. Maybe we need Jeannie Ford on the show. That'd be great. We should get her on. Absolutely. So tell us about Arnold Palmer because it's just Selena knows. It, I do know because it's uh, so it's similar to like for example the Waste Management Phoenix Open. They just had people there. They had five thousand people. The Arnold Palmer Invitational, which is in March at Bay Hill, they announced that they are going to admit up to twenty five percent of normal capacity for uh. the tournament. And there's no way I'm gonna make the 25% cut off. <laughs> you got go. this. You could be one of those. Are they doing a route? Are they doing like a lottery or that? I don't know any of that stuff. Come on. Um, but what I do know okay. is that Princess Cruises is launching something called Ocean Sportsbook, which they're saying is gonna be the first opportunity for you to be able to wager on sports from a cruise ship. Lorely, are you getting a lot of uh, business for Princess Cruise because of that announcement? No, that's the first that I've heard of it, but I'm not surprised because, you know, they have the casinos once they get out to international waters, so it makes sense to get sports betting. You just gotta bet on your team. Go Saints. How much money would you have put on Tampa Bay this week to win? If you had if you had a million dollars, how much would you? If I had made money from Tesla, I would have put that money. All of it? Or okay, let's go back. GameStop. Did you lose money from Tesla? If I had put uh, 
a thousand dollars into GameStop and then made like two hundred thousand a couple days later, yeah, I would have given like fifty thousand to the Bucks. So you had twenty five percent confidence that the Bucks would win. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. That. I think okay. that that's what. It, yeah. Okay. Magic. You are good. Uh, yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Arithmetic is my stuff. All right, it's time to move into In the Biz. The I guess it's the Biz Orlando. They released the vaccine stats in Orange County. What does it say? So 84,000 residents have gotten the first dose. This is as of last Friday. Okay. So that represents 5% of the county's population. And 19,000, which represents about 1% of the county's population, has been fully vaccinated. Meaning with both. Two doses. Okay. So we're at 1% now. That's Good. On our way. We're getting there. You can't do much with 1% on your words. cell phone, but you can do 1% of the community. So I, I kind of wonder what that magic number of percent they want to get to to say that like- We're safe. We're safe. I mean, I think they would say 100. I would say just more <laughs> than 50. It's not yeah. going to get to 100 because no, I mean, there's babies and stuff. And yeah. You're not going to put them in little kids, but yeah, I kind of wonder. If anybody knows that number, let us know. How is the Joe February Run Challenge going? It's going. It's going. It's a little tougher this week uh, with all of the rain. And the cold weather. And, well, yeah. So the cold was a problem. See, oh, Mother Nature, yeah. Like, yes, Mother Nature is really trying to mess me up. So last week it was like, hey, why don't you run when it's 38 degrees? And I was like, no, girl, <laughs> not into that. But I did. And if you're in the group, you've already seen. But for those others that are not part of our group of 23 – I was sucking wind so hard the first day and it was so cold that it like burned my esophagus and my lungs. And then someone started a fire in our neighborhood and I was smelling it. And then the smoke also got into my lungs and I thought I was literally going to die. I like laid down in my driveway and <laughs> was like, this is not for me. But I did it and I, I recouped about an hour and a half later and I did it again the next day. And it wasn't as bad because it wasn't as cold. But I still coughed a lot because I'm not good at these things. And I thought the next day, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run at work. And I thought, okay, maybe it'll be an hour earlier so maybe it won't be as cold because I've been doing it in the evenings. And so I ran in the parking lot of of work and that was just awkward because I was running by like Wendy's and Taco Bell and it took everything that I had to like make the turn away yeah, from I called them. you out on that too. It's like you had to have stopped here. But you I didn't. didn't. You didn't. I, did. I would have loved to have a JBC but I did not. And – I feel very good about that. So I kept going. And I will say the one day that I had a problem was last Thursday. I did not run, but I walked three miles in four-inch heels. And I felt that that was achievable for the goal for the day. Sufficient enough. Yeah. I, I think that – I mean, I burned more calories doing that than I did running. I think every girl in the group understood. Dave said – I said, is this approved? I texted him. And he goes, if you think it's approved. And I was like, what an answer. So then I have my – weight ball out that's like 12 pounds i'm doing squats with my weight ball because i felt like it wasn't approved it's the joe it's the joe truitt fitness challenge so if you decide it is it counts well i would decide drinking seven cups of hot chocolate would be sufficient so i think we should (laughs) maybe have a little bit of a qualifier but yes so it's still going it's going well we're 25 percent of the way through the month and And you really are good at math yeah Yeah, Yeah. everybody wonders what i'm actually good at and now you know it's math simple math are your thing so walmart any news on that no let's move on okay yeah volcano bay to reopen on february 27th i think it's hilarious so i can tell they're obviously wanting to open before spring break and spring break starts earlier and later and wherever you are and i heard this yesterday during a lunch meeting somebody said that their school isn't even going to have summer because they're doing this thing where their kids go to school like tuesdays and thursdays 
and then another group of kids go like Mondays and Wednesdays or something like that. So because they're only going a couple of days a week, they don't get a summer. Like they're elongating their whole. That is terrible. Isn't it awful? So Ugh. for spring break, like I don't even know what spring break is going to look like. I mean, I appreciate that they're going to open up and be ready for it, but also they must not have gotten the memo that the little groundhog dude saw a shadow and it's still cold out. Yeah, I think Florida missed that memo. Yeah. We just don't care. They don't, we don't care. They don't, they don't understand. But February 27th, that's the day. Volcano Bay opening right. up. We got to get through these other stories quick because we have Laura Lee Shapiro here. I know. We need to talk to her because we're getting down to the wire here on time. Oh, so, man. Real quickly, new venues that have opened, Aloft and the Element Hotel are planned to open on the March 3rd. We're hoping to get that invite to the grand opening party. If Susie you, Brady? Yeah. <laughs> and if not, um, GMF is actually having a cocktail after hours in April at both of those properties. Okay. Well, we're going either way, but hopefully uh, we're going to that grand opening. Maybe I want to cut the ribbon. I don't think they're going to let you cut the ribbon, David. No. No. What can, like, What did you do to... I think Susie Brady should cut the ribbon. No, usually you want like some kind of celebrity or someone. Yeah, so. keep, Susie going. Brady. keep going. Swag repeat David. host. Jeez. Ribbon cutting. <laughs> Closing venues. Oh, this is this sad. Is, this is this sad. Is not good. Yeah, this is not a good one. This uh, came out as a surprise. I didn't see that coming, but Blue Man Group is out. Yeah, I mean, it's they, been closed since last March. They furloughed quite a few of their employees and they kept quite a few of their employees that were kind of moving into different roles and helping out Universal Studios in a different way. But if you think about the show, it's extremely interactive and you're throwing things into the audience, there's things going on. So I understand it. But it is very unfortunate considering how many jobs are lost with that. From what I understand, they just decided to not renew their contract with Universal Orlando Resort. So they will not be returning to Universal. But, you know, that doesn't mean they're not returning anywhere. They could pop they could up anywhere else. pop up End up events. somewhere, maybe spring somewhere. Or Yeah, you know, it could happen. I'm just throwing that Who out knows? there. Okay, well, free admission to Madame Tussauds. What do you have to do for this, Lena? Okay, so this weekend only on the 14th and 15th, Basically, Madame Tussauds wants you to bid farewell to your old flames. So they'll give you free admission if you're willing to shred or delete from your phone old photos of your ex. I mean, who's willi- who's exes. not willing to? Well, what the heck does that have to do with a wax museum? Do you supposed to use a candle you know to burn them? It's a great question. I just don't understand how those two things correlate. Like, I'm a branding person and I'm like, I don't get it. But hey, get move on. Get rid of your ex. Yeah. Boom. Get rid of those photos. Take new ones at Madame Tussauds. With you and all this And Ryan Reynolds' wax museum. There you go. Body. That's what you do. <laughs> Done. Okay, so we have the, I guess, newest rep of True Cash here. We Ooh. should get like a rap like intro. True Cash! True Cash! <laughs> I got you. <laughs> yes, the, yes! Just making it rain for making those at it home. Rain. Literally, she's making it rain. So tell us, let's start off with that. So True Cash, you saw this on the promo thing and I was like, what is that? <laughs> tell me. And Joe's like losing it I'm in the so background. I'm so sorry. I yeah, just got really parched. excited about my rap. <laughs> I did a really good job. That was good. But yeah, so maybe uh, take the time you need to tell us like, what is True Cash? True Cash is a uh, back end solution um, for rewards and incentives. And originally it is used as a, a B2B solution for business to business. So for example, uh, a staffing agency might use these prepaid cards for doing payroll instead of cutting checks or direct deposit. It'll save them money on bank fees and it serves um, their contract workers that may be under bank. They don't have bank accounts. They don't have to take a check and, and go to one of those check cashing places. So that's what, you know, their their core business is. They've brought me on board to kind of find other solutions, um, other opportunities to use it within the tourism industry. So for example, you know, given everything that's going on in the incentive market, 
Uh, you've got these people that have earned their incentive trip. They can't take it because they're not traveling as a group. So they will give them a prepaid visa card with the dollar value on it of what the trip would have been. And then the individual can just go and book a trip whenever they want, wherever they want, you know, based on that dollar value. What makes it different from going to a big box store and buying a bunch of visa cards is that these ones can be branded. So when you send it to the incentive winner, it can be packaged in a nice box with some swag and the visa card will be branded, you know, President's Club 2022 and it'll have the person's name on it. So it's more personable. Something you can Instagram. Absolutely. 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 All about the experience. And it can be any denomination that you want. Whereas if you go and pre-buy, you know, you'd have to send them, you know, 15 gift cards to give them a $2,000 reward. This can be one gift card and they can be in any denomination and different currencies as well. We can do it in U.S. dollars. We can do it in Mexican pesos. They can do it in euros. So if their trip was supposed to go to Europe, you can send them gift cards that are in euros and say, book the trip, go to Europe. It's on us. Here's the spending money. The other way that we're using it, they can be physical cards or digital cards. So if anyone's ever gotten a, a virtual gift card. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just actually for, started those up for my kids. For online yeah. shopping. When we're using those ones now is with a lot of these virtual conferences. If it had been in person, you would have provided them breakfast, lunch, coffee breaks, right. etc. So we're sending them virtual cards for meal delivery service. So I know that some of the delivery services are working with meeting planners to take care of it, but not every delivery service is available in all areas. I know where I live... So where where I live, uh, just outside of Orlando, I'm really limited with the meal delivery service. So if they were to give me, I don't want to mention names, but say XYZ company. Well, what does it rhyme with? Then I, then I can't. <laughs> Ift. Luberdeets. <laughs> <laughs> so by doing these virtual cards for meal delivery service, they can use it for whatever they want. And if they want to use a delivery service or if they want to support local and do curbside pickup, they can do that. Again, you can get into the branding so that when they get this virtual card, they go to the landing page and it's branded, you know, Winter Conference 2021. So they've they've brought me on to try and find ways to use these solutions within the tourism industry. Um, once we get back to meeting um, in person and, and traveling, you know, I'm going to be sharing with some of the DMCs as well because in my career, I worked for a DMC for a few years and I know... I'm not surprised. I, I, Dino- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what hasn't she done? Yeah, yeah right. Um, I know when doing dine-arounds, those yes. logistically, you know, you've got five, six different restaurants, you've got staff advancing them, and then you got to pay that bill. And rather than having them walk around with cash or writing checks, Mm -hmm. you know how many people are going, what the cost per person is. You give that staff that's advancing a prepaid card. They just go and they pay the restaurant bill and it's it's all covered. With DMCs, if you're traveling and you've got staff that's traveling with customers, instead of doing expense reports, we know the trip's going to cost, you know, $1,200 is budgeted. We load $1,200 on the card and we use this. Because as I said at the beginning, it's a back-end solution. We also have the ability to do all the data reporting and capturing that information and spend on the back end, which you can't get when you just go and you know go to Walgreens sure. and buy a Visa card. So if you're using it for those 
opportunities like for per diems with staff traveling you just print out from the back end of the you know the back office and there's your expense report you can see exactly what was spent where and if you spend more than what's on the card you know anything above that that's your your expense because you were budgeted for x amount for that trip so that's what true cash is and that's you know what i'm doing i'm kind of building it into my business for my customers when they do a virtual conference i'm helping them plan the virtual conference and then i say hey by the way you want to do meal delivery and then i offer them that service or if it's an incentive program and they want to give them spending money you know in the destination for tours i say well okay i'm going to book your incentive trip to mexico and by the way you want to give your attendees, you know, cash to spend, let me tell you about these visa cards. So I'm kind of incorporating it within my own business in addition to doing business development for them. Okay. So the last time when we had you here in, I want to say May, we're in the beginning of the pandemic, but it was a couple months in, and you May, you had just started Where to Next Agency. Can you give us an update of of how you've uh, grown with that business or how that business has grown and how it's doing now? Yeah, absolutely. I, I appreciate that. You, where to next agency? I I started that in the summer, after watching all these zooms and webinars. Everyone, all the experts, quote unquote, were saying that you know the leisure market segment is going to come back before the group market segment. So I figured I would you know jump on and try and you know get some of that. I'm booking a lot of leisure. There's there is so much pent up demand. People have been robbed of their vacations for a year. They've got the money sitting there. They are anxious to go to go anywhere. Just this week, I'm finalizing family coming from California. They're coming here to do Disney. Disney's not open in California. She's like, we are dying to see the mouse. <laughs> so they are guy. flying cross Goofy, country for uh, for March break. Well, for them, it'll be April, you know, because it rotates mm-hmm. all around the country. So they're coming for a week in April, and they're doing three days at Universal and four days at Disney, and then a side trip to Sarasota for the beach, and then they fly back to California. And I just booked another one for April of 2022 for a uh, a four-day Bahama cruise for their spring break, family up in Connecticut. So I'm I'm booking a lot of leisure. And one thing that I've done, because I'm not one to sit still, is I've actually uh, started growing that business. And I've brought on uh, one uh, sub-agent, who is my Disney specialist, because I will be honest, I live in Orlando, but I don't go to the parks. I can't remember the last time I went to Disney. So I'm not an expert. So I found someone that was, and I've trained them and brought them on as an agent. And I'm right now just finalizing bringing on another sub-agent. Okay, who you're is growing. Do, um, <laughs> she's going to be my romance specialist, and she is going to book destination weddings and honeymoons and, okay. you know, recommitment ceremonies. Because I'm, I if you want to plan a wedding, I am not your girl. I'll be honest with <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> I love it. Like, the, could you imagine, like, hey, here's my card. And it's like, romance specialist. And, right. Like, I'm not allowed to have this my wife's gonna kill me <laughs> right but i'm really excited about this particular person uh she has been uh, she's got her own wedding planning company and she's been in business for probably 15 years i've looked at her instagram account she does fantastic work where she's lacking is being able to do the destination weddings because she doesn't she's not affiliated with a travel agency mm-hmm. In comes you know yeah. right to next so agency and say hey let's right let's let's talk about partnering yeah. so we're just getting the contract signed on that so I'm I'm really excited about that because destination weddings are huge right now and elopements yeah. I, I know Elopement someone that's having a destination wedding so. yeah there yeah. there's so it's much huge, there's so many sure. limitations here yeah. in the U S that people are saying we still want to get married I actually have a call later this afternoon with a friend that 
was referred to me that her daughter's getting married. They've pushed their wedding date twice already. Mm. And she says, we're done. We want to go somewhere out of the country in April. So I've got a call with her later uh, to excuse me, later today about uh, her destination wedding. So I need to hold her off for a week until I get this new person on board. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want me planning your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it secured and then pass it over to the romance specialist. So as far as um, non-domestic looking at international, what are you seeing? Is it mid-22 that you're you're thinking things are going to come back and we're able to, to travel or is it still just so up in the air it's hard to say? From the group side within my conference direct business, I'm actively working brand new RFPs, not rebooks, but mm-hmm. brand new ones for 2022 and 2023. Okay. Those are domestic. For the leisure guests, you know, the, I, I'm booking stuff for this year and for next year. There's people that are booking river cruises in Europe for 2023. It, not just within the leisure, but if you're looking for incentive groups that do similar to what leisure guests do, mm-hmm. especially with cruising, you know, cruising will come back. It, it, yeah. It, you know, it's as, open as air. they used to say, it's too big to fail. The challenge with the cruise lines is that they're going, when they do come back, they're going to be at a reduced capacity. And because they haven't sailed in so long, they kept bumping, you know, the lift and shift thing. So they moved from 20 into 21 and now 21 into 22. So if you want to cruise in 2022, everyone that has been pushed from one date to another to another, the 2022 sailings are already almost at capacity. Right. So if you want to cruise anytime in the next two to three years, you need to book it now. Right? You need to call Laura Shapiro. You need to call me. Where to next dot agency. But so the same thing is is with the incentives. And I'm actually booking an incentive right now for June of 2022. It's about 100 cabins okay. on a, on a a cruise going to Jamaica and, and uh, Dominican Republic. And we're struggling to get a block of 100 cabins for 2022 because everybody keeps bumping it further and further out. And eventually when they do start sailing again, those ships are already going to be at capacity and those rates are going to jump as soon as they get back in the water. Maybe you'll start your own cruise line. (laughs) What's the yacht you have over here? (laughs) I have enough jobs. (laughs) So one last thing, because I know we're we're running low on time, but tell us kind of what some of your plans are with MPI when you take over in July. My role is going to be chapter collaboration, and I'm really looking forward to meeting my counterparts for the other three Florida chapters. By then, you know, we'll have this virtual technology down pat. And even though we'll be doing hopefully, you know, in-person events, I would still love to do virtual stuff with the other chapters uh, just because it makes sense. And this sense. is the other Florida so, MPI chapter. The other MPI, yeah, the other mm-hmm. three MPI chapters in uh, in Florida, South Florida, Tampa, North Florida. And, you know, we're so successful with everyone coming together for the SES every summer for our annual. Uh, I would love to do more throughout the year. And, you know, as I mentioned, you know, that piano guy from Site Global, I would love to get him to do a session for us. As a keynote speaker, our one chapter can't afford him. I just, Mm -hmm. I know we can't. But if we bring the four chapters together and we split it four ways, it might be doable. And you get some true cash. And then you get some true cash. (laughs) (laughs) But um, um, yeah. (laughs) The other other thing, because I don't have enough to do already, I'm also VP of events for the Florida and Caribbean chapter for site. Okay. I I think you need to take take the summer off or something. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm thinking there might be some opportunities to collaborate between the Orlando MPI chapter and the Florida and Caribbean site chapter. 
So uh, I'll just, you know, switch my hats one to the other, say, okay, today I'm MPI, and then I might just talk to myself and plan an event between <laughs> the two chapters. <laughs> I love it. That's how it works. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there's going to be a lot of collaboration. I think collaboration is the key word um, now more than ever. Okay. That's the buzzword maybe for the second half of this year. Collaboration. Collaborate. Stop collaborating and, and listen. listen. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thanks for having yes, me. Yes, it's a pleasure. We, so good. We've had you twice. I know. <laughs> I love it. This time in person, though. Yes. Yes. This was different. So we're, we're getting here. We're going to have Laura Lee in person. Maybe next time we'll have her on a We've ship. had a true hybrid experience with Laura Lee. Yes. Yes, we have. All right. So we have a couple of events and then we got to get out of here. Joe's leaving. She's getting out of here now. It's all that running in the cold. It's the, it's the cold running Burning your esophagus sure. in your lungs. Yes, It's it just is. not healthy. because she laid in her driveway for an hour and a half recuperating. That too, while you're sweating degrees. in the cold. Like, who I also you? got out of the shower this morning <laughs> and then came straight here. So I had like wet hair and it was Ugh. like 40 degrees. Like, I'm not doing the right things and I... I know that. You need a Jewish mother to tell you, <laughs> don't go out of the house with wet hair. You'll catch cold. See, I wasn't I even allowed that. to have the fans on when I had wet hair. In your in household? Greece? Yeah. Did you yeah. have a fan? Here. Oh, here. Okay. Yeah, they don't, don't have fans. After she was seven and a half. <laughs> All right. So what's happening this week? We have uh, I Said Yes. They're Yay. back. I Said Yes. I Said Yes. Yay. They're going to be at the balcony for lunch on the 10th. And then later that day, I'm looking forward to this one. Me too. Glittering Hour, Selena's sales mastermind group is coming back to Rodizio, and that's going to be on International Drive. That's on the 10th as well at 5.30. There hasn't been one in a while, so this you have to get in for this one, right? You have to get in. Was you the Del Frisco's one the last one? Mm, probably. Yeah. Wow, that was like No, May? there was one after that. Yeah. Okay, good. But yeah. All right, well, they're back, so they're back, and we're excited about that. We have MPI Part 2 Reimagined at the American Social. Yep, that's on February 16th, and that is from... Uh, 6.30 to 8.30. American Social is so hot. 5.30 all these events. so hot right it's now. It's at so nighttime. Right so check out the website. You can already register. I already did that. So you should check out MPI Orlando. Ilea dropped a, a meeting. They're fitting one in for February. It's going to be at the Crystal Ballroom at the veranda. Yep. And that's also on February 16th. Everything's on the 16th. Oh, a lot of things on the 16th. we got to talk to each other, guys. You know. Seventeenth available. We're all 15th. just trying to make events happen here. Yeah, I guess so. All right, CFHLA is going to have their Star Report luncheon on the eighteenth. That's going to be for, uh, from twelve to three at Embassy Suites by Hilton Orlando at Lake Buena Vista South. We already uh, alluded to GMF and our love for their events, and they're going to be at American Social at five thirty on the twenty third. You see, I think Joe and I there. Yep. And then Nace, another competing event, right at the another same time. One. Uh, guys, talk to each other. Dubstread. <laughs> 5.30 p.m. on the 23rd as well. What I think should happen here for all these events, because everyone now is trying to come back, right? It's all about pent-up, let's have in-person meetings. I think everyone should just submit their meeting request to SWAG. Yes. And we'll coordinate it for we'll you. We'll let you know if you're allowed to have that day or not. <laughs> or yeah, That's a great idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the Can we get a dates. chair for that? I don't really want to have to there, do that. Yeah. Maybe, anyway. We'll, uh, we'll get Laura Lee. She has a romance person. Maybe she can get us a, a coordinator person. There we go. Then moving into the beginning of March, see FWA announced their meeting at 310 Lakeside Which on one is March that? 2nd. It's the one on Pine. It's downtown. That one. Okay. I'm excited to go because you get to see who the new board is and congratulate them. So that one you can go to. Exactly. Everybody can go. You just have to register. We'll go. I think that's it. Is there any other events? That's all we have. That's it. Okay. That's the whole show. So who do we have next week? Do we actually well, know? this week we have oh, Teresa. We have Teresa. Repelling and doing her thing. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be an in-person show. So if you want to be on the show and you don't want to like commit like Laura Lee and do a whole show, you can come on and talk for a few minutes with us while we watch Teresa jump down the high 
Regency Orlando. We would love to see you. Come on out. Even if it's raining, even if it's cold, we'll be there early, bright and early. Bright and early. All right. After that, we have uh, Cindy uh, Schiffel on the 9th, well, on the 22nd. And then to round out the month, we have Natalie June. Yay. I'm I'm so excited. I, I'm going to start counting up and see where our hundred's going to lie. We'll I get there. Wait. We're going to figure it out pretty soon. Okay, All right, well, thank everyone. you so much for listening. Say bye, Joe. Have a great week. Say bye, Selena. Happy Monday. Laura Lee, say bye. Bye, Okay. <laughs> bye, <yay. laughs> All right, bye-bye. You are listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry.